ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the sixth iteration of the Cold Cakes Podcast. I am joined alongside Tim Heath. What's up? A salute. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dante Edwards. What time is it? Game time. Tim, I promise. Every <laughs> single week. I purposely don't do fail. this. I, I think I think you should catch on by now. I, I'm no, just I'm, gonna not gonna do it. And okay. we are also joined by a special guest, Doctor Christopher Vina. Oh, full name. Hi. Hi. All right. Um, all right. So we have a, a lot of stuff to touch on today. Not like a lot. Um, we're mostly just going to talk with Dr. Vinna. Yeah. But I would like to uh, update the listeners on our Q6 situation. Yeah. Our, um, our fame. So I'm going to, I'm actually going to pull up a little app on my phone um, to talk about this. So we, we dropped the podcast on last Wednesday. Um, that was called We Are Q6. Go back and listen to it if you haven't. Uh, Dr. Ben has listened to it. Yeah. Uh, we had Colson on. Tim was not here. Shout out Colson. And Colson told this story about an Atlanta rapper that he went and filmed a music video for with a friend. Uh, come to find out that Atlanta rapper named Q6, um, his real name is Marquise Daniels, and Marquise Daniels played in the NBA. Um, so what we did was... Uh, I had started posting our episodes with, like, a picture of kind of the NBA player we focused on, and I found his Instagram, tagged him in it as a joke, along with Rajan Rondo, who was the other person in the picture. Rajan Rondo <laughs> so has yet to respond. Rondo has yet to He's respond. He's letting busy guy. Um, He's a busy guy. <laughs> pictures from, like, 2009. It's a funny little picture. Um, so he tagged Q6 in it just as kind of a joke. Um, and he, like five minutes later, reposted it on his story, <laughs> and then I DM'd him and was like, um, thank you. <laughs> like, is that what the kids call slid up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I slid up. I, yes, I slid, slid up the DM. That's really good. Yeah. Um, good plug in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a great podcast. <laughs> He's proven himself already. Um, and then he... Mentioned us, it like posted our Spotify link on his story, and he said, I checked out We Are Q6, dope show. And I was like, at this point, texting Dante and Tim and Colson, freaking out. Yep. Um, and I just said, that means so much. We appreciate it. And now we follow him on Instagram. He does not follow us, but it's cool. He liked the picture and did all those things. And no matter what happened, a former NBA, NBA player, player, he played in the Eastern Conference Finals versus LeBron on the Celtics. He personally um, defended LeBron at least once. And he had nine points in like six minutes. That's, That's actually kind of really good. I guess the, really efficient. Well, when um, was this again? What year? 2011. So, it was somewhere from, it was 10 or 11 or 12. So that was with like Mo Williams? <laughs> um, oh, wait, no, that was no, that the was Heat. Heat. Oh, Heat LeBron. Um, Six minutes with nine points. Pretty good. Yeah, it was like the second quarter. It was crazy. That was a team with Glenn Big Baby Davis. Uh, oh, baby. I miss that guy. Do you? And, yeah. <laughs> well, um, so, yeah, that's an update on Q6. A former NBA player listened to our podcast. It was crazy when it happened. Like, and liked it. And we know, like, six people who listen to our podcast. So. And six people and also a former NBA player slash rapper. And that does a lot for us. When it happened, like I called my family. I was like, "Y'all gotta get together real quick." And I told them, I was like, "Yo, a dude from the South just just listened to our podcast." What they say? They're, they're like freaking out. I was like, "But I wasn't even on it." But cool. <laughs> 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 I don't even care. Um, yeah. So we um, are we gonna do advanced stats? Or are we just gonna? Yeah, let's do advanced. You wanna do advanced stats? Yeah. Let me get a list of people real quick because I feel like I'm saying like the same people each week. 
Um, so maybe so while Tim's pulling up a list of NBA players, um, Dr. Bennett, will you give us kind of a rundown of your NBA uh, involvement right now? Or just your basketball involvement, because we talk about yeah, college hoops. Yeah. Your IQ. Well, my NBA uh, basketball IQ is extremely low. Um, I've never been uh, much of a follower of the NBA. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a watch some playoff series, uh, finals perhaps, but uh, I probably couldn't tell you very many. Uh, I couldn't tell you any current standings or. I think Milwaukee was good last year. They were. They were. They won They first place in the first, yeah, first in the regular I feel like Hawks haven't been good in a while. Well, all right. Well, 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 uh, they have, well, they have a good player. Keep, keep going, keep going. <laughs> uh, LeBron's pretty good. Yeah, I follow at Marquette guys in the NBA, and uh, that's about the extent of my, my NBA knowledge. Much more of a college basketball fan. Um, who are... I really can't think of many Marquette guys besides D Wade and Jimmy Butler. Yeah, well, D Wade's no longer in the league. Well, yeah. Oh, but Jimmy Butler went there. Mm-hmm. Sure. Dang. Okay, there's four right now currently playing. Jimmy Butler's one of them. <laughs> Can you guess? Uh, uh, who else? I feel like you might know. Dante. I've googled it. I have a plan. <laughs> yeah. I did. I want to say that I have. I did. One already. you'd never guess. Doc Rivers. Yes, but he's currently not playing in the Yeah, but he played he's in the Wow. Yes, national championship, 70-17. Did they win? Or they just went? No, they, they, they won, won, they won oh. the championship in 77. I did I did know that one. Already. I did already know that Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. Yeah. He's I, Georgia, Jay like Crowder's the Georgia guy. Not from the University of Georgia, but he's uh, he grew up in Georgia. Jay Crowder. I like yeah. Jay Crowder. Um, Jay Crowder One's is... Another, vet, another veteran. Used to play with uh, Portland. Came up at Portland. Mark Aldridge? No, played with uh, Dallas. Last Dallas. year was with the Bucks. This oh, year he's oh. with the Lakers. His dad played in the NBA. Matthews. West Matthews. West Matthews. Dude, I like uh, West. He can shoot. That yeah. dude can shoot. Fourth player in the NBA. Plays for Golden State. Currently plays for Golden State? Currently plays for Golden State. Does he have a two-name last name? Yes. Descano Anderson? Yeah. Here we go. It was just Juan Anderson at Marquette. Um, huh. That's impressive. That's, that's wow. pretty good. Yeah, that's some good IQ for the market. Got, got two guys in the G League. Huh? Who's in the G League? Dante's a big fan of G League. Yeah, hey, G League. Henry, Henry Ellenson. The G League. Henry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, first round draft pick that for the Detroit didn't stick. It was Detroit. He had a it's great week. Well. He had a great week last week in the bowl. And uh, Andrew Rousey. Andrew Rousey. Never before in my life heard of Andrew Rousey. It's time to look him up. You'd like, you'd like Rousey. He's, he's your type of player. Dante's Do you player. know my type of player? <laughs> <laughs> he, he would make you uh, <laughs> your type of player. Short guy, can shoot the lights out. A lot of moxie. Oh, moxie. Moxie. Huh. Um, okay, do you want to... Yeah. So, advanced stats. Yeah. Um, I don't think we did it when... Wait, we touched we did, on a couple. We, did do a couple. we touched on the most important ones. We can just run through the other ones yeah. real quick. Basically, advanced stats is pulling the highest like single game counting totals from the five major stats, and you guys guess who the player is attributed to those stats for this week. So, who do you think had the most points this past week? Ray Allen. <laughs> that that is better than most of Tim's guesses. <laughs> honestly, honestly, out of the gate, strong. Um, 
Devin Booker. Devin Booker? Yeah. Nope. Ah. Also not Ray Allen. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. Ray Allen. Is he still playing? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damian Lillard versus Sacramento, 44 points. It's Damn. getting to the point where, like, Damian Lillard's just going to have 40 points, and that's just the way it is. Was he in the All-Star game? He was in the All-Star sure. game. Mm-hmm. He was very much in the All-Star game. very much in the All-Star game. How'd that go, by the way? I, we'll, we'll get to that. I heard a league that Steph Curry won. The the three three point, yeah. You caught a leak. Yeah, it's a, really it, it's, it's a leak for me because you know I'm closed off. Alert. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So 44 for Damian Lillard. He's been putting up big numbers. He's been winning games in the last like five seconds because the Blazers aren't good enough to win games before that. But he's he's proving that it is Dame time all the time. They top eight right now. It's a great question. I think so. I, um, yeah, I believe so. He hit a step, like a Dame step back, like a real one. One of those ones he does. Yeah. Against, I was watching. Couldn't tell you who, though. It was cool. It was last game before the All-Star break. Cool guy. What's hard about, like, Blazers are fifth. What's hard about, like, evaluating Damian Lillard or, like, pointing out Damian Lillard highlights is that he does them all the time. Every game is, like, a last-second step back over two defenders, outstretched arms. And he just makes them, and we have like at some point we're gonna get stop getting excited about it. Yeah, because he does very it all consistent. The time. Yeah, how's CJ doing? CJ doing good. He's hurt. Really? CJ McCollum's been out for a while. I like CJ though. Very talented scorer. All right, who do you think had the most assists this week? Um, last week was Chris Paul, right? I believe so. Um, let's go, um, James Harden. Okay, that's not a bad guess. I'm going to go with John Stockton. (laughs) (laughs) He's still leading the (laughs) all-time. The answer is Kyle Lowry with 19 assists versus Boston. Speaking of of, uh, John Stockton, what did I say in the group chat last night about John Stockton? Oh, Tim just dropped a bunch of... (laughs) I dropped a bunch of takes takes last night in the group chat. Um, I said no one will ever beat John Stockton's assist record. And John Stockton is the best stealing point guard of all time. I think Gary Payton would have something to say about that, maybe. Oh, I love Gary. But Payton. this John Stock. Look at the stats, bro. John Stockton has the most assists by far and the most steals by far of all time. How many years did he play? What was his like assist per? I have season? no idea. Okay. <laughs> I don't either. All I know is that Gary Payton is known as the glove for stealing reasons, and so I tend to side with him. Not against my boy MJ though. No, no. Shout out to the last dance. Shout out to the greatest <laughs> basketball player of all time, Michael Jordan. That was yeah, such a moment when. It's not, though. So, yeah, that was that was really when cool. a moment when uh, when Gary Payton was like, "Yeah, I really locked him down," and then Michael Jordan was, was like, <laughs> "He was like, yeah, the glove, yeah." <laughs> yeah I took just it personally. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, just like disrespectful to everyone else in the league. <laughs> That's probably the best sports <laughs> documentary I've ever seen. It is so good. It's such a well done. Especially it was during quarantine, so it was like oh, perfect yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. I it's like it. romanticizing Michael Jordan in his era. Yeah. yeah. Really just in a way that's like kind of fictitious and like <laughs> super realistic. Oh, okay. Is that so? Says someone who didn't live through it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was say, you're about as old as Super uh, realistic. <laughs> it was nostalgic to say <laughs> Nostalgic. <laughs> yeah. Super realistic. You're about as old as Zion Williamson, so I feel like I'm exactly about as old. They share the same birthday. Oh, that's sweet. 
<laughs> me and my me and you're, you're twin. I was gonna say big brother, you're but twin. no, same. <laughs> no, it's twin. That's one of my favorite things about you, Riley. <laughs> that you share a birthday with. Anyway, um, <laughs> next up, we, next did, we did rebounds already. Twenty-one and his canter. We did steals. Oh, hold up! I have something to say about Ennis Cantor. Oh, go for it. Um, Andrew Thorne texted me at some point. I could never find the text message, or maybe he said it to me. Um, for Ennis Cantor, he had a nickname. Um, nickname Watch is a thing we do. Uh, I, I heard in the episode. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, he. So the way Ennis Cantor runs is a little funny. He yeah. is seven foot something, um, and Andrew proposed his nickname could be the. Pranter, because he prances. The Pranter. Either the Pranter, maybe that was spell check that really ruined him on that one, or it's the Prancer. But either way, it's it's due to his prancing, and we don't have to we don't have to get into it. What right if now. like we just take the out and just call him Pranter? Oh yeah yeah, that could work. I really like the kind of. It feels throwbacky to say, and it's the Pranter Cantor. That just, <laughs> oh, that just Pranter feels Cantor, yeah. That just, <laughs> a Chris Berman. A little Chris Berman. <laughs> it makes me think of just basketball with low graphics. Say it from, like, here. And it's the Pranter Cantor. Huh. Yeah. That feels, that feels right. That feels right. I wanted, to, I wanted you to sound like Chris Berman. Oh, I thought right. you just wanted me to. No, it's, it's miscommunication. Did oh, Andrew yeah, say anything about the team we made? Oh uh, yeah, he told me that <laughs> if we had had this discussion before he tore his ACL, we wouldn't be having a discussion because he would be absolutely starting over Ronnie or something to that effect. Oh, did you hear about our All Star team that we made? I didn't. Uh, I vouch for you. I thought you could shoot pretty um, well. All-Star. Wait, we, we put him at what? one, didn't we? Well, well, with Katie. <laughs> yeah, you have to fight Katie Thorne for the one guard spot. You play uh, ones for it. She's got it. <laughs> um, we compared you to like a Chris Paul, like four general, can shoot very I'm a, smart. I'm I'm a point guard and I'm a power forward in a point guard's body. I can't really dribble, can't really shoot, but I can go strong to the rack. <laughs> <laughs> John Wall. John Wall. <laughs> I I dominate my. Nine-year-old daughter. <laughs> Russell Westbrook somewhere is just really resonating with everything. <laughs> Can't really do point guard things, but I can be physically stronger than physically weaker people. That sounds like Russell I really Westbrook. can't say that about myself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. To round out advanced stats, blocks. Who had the most blocks this um, Let me look at it real quick. Let's go, my boy, uh, kneecaps, Porzingis. Kneecaps. Kevin Garnett. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with Hakeem. I, I was thinking to Kevin. Matumbo. <laughs> Kevin the answer Garnett. is Rudy Gobert with five uh, blocks. You know, I was thinking about Rudy Gobert, Gobert, but, like, I feel like when it comes down to assist, like, it's always going to be, like, default Chris Paul or, like, blocks. It's always going to be default Rudy Gobert. So I'm trying to choose somebody a little bit different, but... I feel you. Yeah. You were wrong, though. I so. was wrong. Yeah. It tends to happen. It does. <laughs> That's okay. And, yeah. It's what makes it what it is. Yeah. Um, that wraps up advanced stats. Those are your advanced stats. Those are your advanced stats. And then we have, like, a cool radio, like... Um, we should have some sound effects. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't. Um, okay, okay Dr. Ben, uh, let's, 
let's uh, let's get real here. Let's get into it. Um, Deep. Break down some theology. Tell us uh, tell us who God is. In um, <laughs> basketball, give two examples. Let's talk about Marquette. I know we talked about it a little bit before pod started, but first of all, you attended Marquette for your doctorate. That's correct. Um, which is in Milwaukee. Did you know that my entire childhood, I thought it was in that top little part of Michigan? Michigan, because of Marquette, Michigan. That's a place. It's, That's a, it's a place. It's in Michigan. Yeah. Did you know that I probably saw it on a map as a kid in my dad's classroom, and I was like, oh, that's where Marquette is. Duh. <laughs> it happens a lot. It's a common misperception. Hmm. Huh. Here we are. Um, guess who learned something today? Me. Um, yeah. Congratulations. So if you want to walk through your Marquette story and just – not about school, uh, <laughs> about basketball. The basketball. <laughs> your, your, yeah. um, your doctrine classes, some, like. some theology. Um, and then we can talk about modern Marquette, if, if, unless you don't want to, which I don't understand. I, I, can, I, can, I can scrape open the wound and talk about okay contemporary version of Marquette. Contemporary. <laughs> no, I uh, went to, uh, like you said, I went to, to Marquette in uh, Milwaukee. Um, of course, had heard about Marquette from its heyday in the late 70s, actually early 70s, late 70s. I still remember uh, Al McGuire um, uh, as, a, as a broadcaster doing uh, NBA and college games in the, in the 80s. Um, uh, and they would often reference you know, his time at Marquette. So he's sort of a, this larger-than-life icon at Marquette and, and, and was at least tangentially familiar with that. And then once you get there on campus, it's like Al is everywhere. Yeah. The ghost of Al is now everywhere. And um, mm. so it's, it's actually a really neat um, basketball community, really passionate fans, um, really um, supportive fans. They financially support their program. Uh, they have <laughs> one of the highest uh, budgets um, in the – in the country, not just in the Big East, for basketball and at a, at a basketball-only school, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. They built a top-notch facility um, uh, while I was there, or shortly afterwards, um, which was which is pretty amazing. Um, they invest in their coaches, and sometimes their coaches don't invest back, perhaps. <laughs> but uh, but uh, of course, they have uh, the storied history of the championship in 77, which was a big deal, um, but also an NIT championship in, the, in 1970. Uh, oh. At that point, the NIT was uh, was just as prestigious as the NCAAs. They actually opted an out really? of going to the NCAA tournament that year Whoa. to play in the NIT. Mm. Huh. Uh, we're also in a Final Four Dang. in 74, and then won it in 77, and right before McGuire retired from college basketball and went on into uh, uh, into uh, broadcasting. So uh, walked onto campus with a pretty storied history, but in the uh, by the time they got into the 80s and the 90s, they had a sporadically uh, sporadic few years, made a Sweet 16, I think in 94. Um, they had not had a whole lot of success, um, but they had hired... Uh, a young Tom Crean, mm. um, who had been an assistant for Izzo at Michigan State, and he was start, starting to turn things around. Uh, and there was this uh, redshirt freshman who wasn't playing that first year. He was uh, ah. all the rage. They said he was the best player on the court in practice, but no one had ever heard of him, Dwayne Wade. At least no one really knew who he was. The Flash. Outside of really diehard basketball fans. And so uh, I started really started following them in my second or third year there, as uh, as he was playing in his first uh, first year there, and uh, he was 
of course, amazing. And mm. and then remember the following year when they they uh, made it to the Final Four was sort of a, a return to glory for the Milwaukee community and the Marquette community and uh, the students. I, I was uh, <laughs> I was there and I was married and I lived at my own home, not on campus, but the. the Massive students went rushing down to the call Wisconsin Avenue, which is the main avenue, and out to, to Lake Michigan, and they all jump in, and it's sort of this big, uh, kind of a ritual sort of a thing. So it was kind of cool to be a part of that. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. <laughs> so yeah, and then to to see them, uh, you know, continue to have some success uh, along the way, um, to uh, have a, a period there about three years where they made uh, a couple Sweet Sixteens and a Elite Eight with Buzz Williams, and then that tanked. And then uh, been in the Wojo era ever since that uh, that point, and we can say that's been a little bit of the doldrums, and people are starting to bemoan our slide and back into mediocrity, and would like to get rid of the Duke guy and maybe see if we can find another coach who can. Wojo recruits fantastically. He's got he's brought in a couple of McDonald All Americans here and there. Ellenson was one. Then the Dawson Garcia now is a freshman. He's all Big East freshman. Um, but they can't put the talent together on the court to really have some sustained success. So, of course, Marcus Howard just uh, just graduated last year as the all-time leading scorer in school history. Past Jarrell McNeil. Wow. Who was there when, when I was uh, as a student. It's a pretty amazing feat, and he's always a lot of fun to watch. But he probably saved Wojo's job <laughs> from getting fired about three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, it's a it's an up and down experience right now. It's more painful than it is than it is joyous. But uh, uh, as a student, even as a grad student, I had student tickets, and so mm. went to watch you know tons of games each season. Uh, and it was then in the Bradley Center. Uh, I haven't been in Fiserv for them yet, um, but that's the the Bucks play there too, right? Yeah, yeah they share the share the venue with the Bucks. So, so it's, it's fun. It's at a, so it's a pro, pro venue that they play in. That's a college college area there's a lot of reciprocity and uh with uh with the bucks and so that's kind of a selling point for them and there's a lot of connections between the two organizations but yeah it's uh after graduating from Tacoa Falls uh which uh, I love small college basketball uh, but it's it was fun to be connected to an institution with d1 basketball high level yeah Yeah, for sure so it's a lot of fun very different yeah um what coach was Butler Jimmy Butler under uh, he was uh, he was actually Buzz Williams' first recruit. Wow! Uh, first sign. He was and was he, he was hot at high school. No, he was at actually at a junior college. Uh, Buzz had uh, junior college connections, um, and he was actually at this junior college to recruit a different player, uh, a kid by the name of Joe Fols, uh, who was who would have been a really good college player had he not uh, had some some pretty severe injuries. Uh, but he was there recruiting Joe Fultz, and he sees Jimmy Butler playing, and he's like, "I want that guy too." Yeah. So, um, so he uh, signed him, uh, and uh, he was—he wasn't really anybody uh, that, that was coming in. They didn't really have any expectations for him in his first year or two. He was just very much a role player, and it really wasn't until his senior year where he just emerged and then got drafted. And of course, very different temperament even then we saw he was very quiet and very shy he was country country kid uh country texas kid uh at in milwaukee which Mm -hmm. is very kind of awkward fit yeah Uh, and then to watch him kind of grow into the person and player that he is uh you know it's pretty interesting to watch from a distance Mm -hmm. 
Wow, that was awesome. Yeah, that, was really <laughs> that was really good. Brief history of Marquette basketball. Yeah. I have a problem. <laughs> I thought you better propose a problem. I was like, oh, okay. yeah, that, like that, that, was, that was the problem. It's a good problem to have. Though. Oh, yeah. Great I, I love the, the history behind like the Marquette. Um, what we talk about the coach and the broadcaster and like how he was glorified on campus. That's that's fun, mm-hmm. you know, to have that on the campus. You know who followed uh, Al McGuire mm-hmm. at uh, at Marquette? Who's that? Rick Majerus. Who is? Uh oh. Remember Rick Majerus? No. Oh, yeah, children. We're... Look him up. He's he uh, in, went on to coach the Utah Jazz. Oh, oh like the the good Utah Jazz. Someone spell Majerus. M A J U. There it is. Wait. No, M A J E R U S. Richard Raymond Majerus. He coached like the Jazz. Yeah, he coached the Jazz. Let me see a picture of him. Yeah. Oh, he coached the Jazz forever. Oh, that guy. Wow. You know this guy? I just seen him like videos. Like I didn't know. I don't know bro's name. Um, (laughs) That's wild. And Um, he was a coach for. Like twenty years? Yeah, mm-hmm. long time. That's crazy. That's a lot of coaches. I was just listening to a podcast today talking about the Hawks head coach was fired recently, and they were talking about how um, nowadays a head coach is only really a head coach for like three or so years before their voice becomes stale in mm-hmm. the locker room, and they have to bring someone else in. Yeah. And even if the philosophy doesn't change, like just having a new person to say the same things is like mm-hmm. reinvigorating. But this guy coached for fifteen years. That's consistently good, or what was, that, what was that time frame? Um, University of Utah for yeah, eighty nine to two thousand four. Wait, did he coach that? Oh, he was yeah, he was he was he was um yeah, it, sorry, it was uh, University of uh, Utah. University yeah, of Utah. Yeah, sorry, but still uh, fifteen years. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was a long time. He finished up at St. Louis, and then mm-hmm. um, then he uh, he passed away. Um, so on the topic of college hoops, Keith Van Horn. Um, Keith Van Horn. Yeah, he was a Utah player. Went I didn't know that. The, went on to play in the NBA. I know that name. Keith Van Somewhere Horn. back there. I know Keith Van Horn. I just didn't know he was Seth Van Horn. Um, <laughs> yeah, not the same. I'm <laughs> not the same. Um, speaking of college hoops, today Marquette lost the East tournament. Sorry to bring it up. Had to. Um, UConn's looking great. Nothing about UConn. Nothing in particular. Just bringing that up. They're going to win the tournament. Um, not that I'm a UConn fan. It seems not, like you, it feels like you are. I, I'm just partial to UConn. Am I like get a sweep? Am I get a big East sweep? Maybe. So you say you're not a UConn okay. fan, but then you said you're partial to UConn. Partial, but I'm not a fan. Where, where's hey, the line? Was, I'm in a weird phase of my life, man. Okay. Um, who, who, crisis. who looks good to you going into the tournament? College basketball? Yes. I thought Gonzaga looked a little shaky last night. He did. But I'm, I don't know. I like the Zags. I think they've got enough. I think they got tested last night. I think they're. I think this is going to be the year. I thought you meant COVID tested and I realized it was a bad test. <laughs> I meant basketball um, test. They probably got COVID tested. 2021. They're good. I know like Colson and every Kentucky fan always complains about them having a weak schedule but they played everybody and they were scheduled to play Baylor mm-hmm. and it got cancelled which is probably a good thing it got cancelled that way there were like two undefeated teams for a while um, 
But like Ayayi and the other the two white guys, Timmy's one of them, the other guy who's like mm-hmm. player of the year candidate. And they have some guys off the bench. Yeah. And I think they look good. But uh, Big Ten looks looks to be good uh, at the top. I'm just not sure what version of those teams you're going to get. I mean, Illinois looked really good early on and then kind of faded, kind of pushed back. Michigan State has not looked good, which not made me sad. Um, mm-hmm. Michigan has, has looked impressive uh, long stretches. Uh, Lost by 30 to Illinois, though. Yeah, it's, that's what Without. It's, which, which is crazy. All that in Ohio State um, had it had the nice what ten game winning streak there yeah. in January and early February. Um, I have a good Chris Holtman story. Uh, maybe if we have time, I'll share it later. Um, oh, such a cool sentence. This is a really cool sentence. Yeah, I don't. I don't know uh, Baylor. I don't know if they can sustain a, a run through the tournament against quality competition. I don't know West Virginia looked very normal uh, yeah. last week I don't think an ACC team is going to sniff the second weekend <laughs> <laughs> no. maybe Virginia but Virginia doesn't have enough um, um, I'm not sad that Duke's not going to make the tournament um, it's a little weird I hope Carolina does I grew up a Carolina fan but I don't see them having any sustained success in the tournament either uh, Tennessee, up and down. Kentucky, not. That's uh, SEC. Um, <laughs> run, run, run. Yeah, so. I don't see anybody else in the ACC or, or really even the SEC being able to really seriously push for it. But yeah, we got, we got any small schools coming in? Some Cinderellas. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't think Big East is going to do much either with with, uh, with Gillespie out. Uh, I don't. I, don't, I think without him, I, I don't think they have they have a shot at a deep run in the tournament. Um, and then with more out, and I think it's gonna, it could be a quick exit. Um, I thought Creighton uh, played well throughout most of the season, but they're a mess right now. Um, with Tyshawn Alexander had come back, I think they would have been the top four team. Um, I don't. Uh, UConn can make some noise. Um, they're playing really well. I don't think any, I'm not sure anybody else is going to make the tournament. Really. Um, Maybe those three. Wait, three, two, three, three. Creighton. I mean, Xavier was was hot earlier, but they looked very normal. Yeah, um, yeah, those look like they're good. Seton again. Hall can't can't put together a win streak. Uh, St. John's doesn't have enough. Um, that's it. And yeah. There's no one else really even pushing for for a possibility. Maybe Seton Hall squeaks in. Maybe St. John's if they have a deep run in the tournament. But. Drake has a route in, and from what I've heard, they've played. Drake, they've played pretty much nobody, but they've destroyed yeah, nobody they, all year. I think they're going to be sweating it out on the bubble. I hope there's no uh, bid stealers. Yeah, they were undefeated for a while. Yeah, they're right on the bubble. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's they seem like a hard team to evaluate because they haven't played real competition, but they also haven't struggled mm-hmm. with the no competition. And so, who knows? Yeah. You know, when they come up against like a real team. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see any Big Twelve teams that could be a problem? I I really Baylor. I yeah well, Baylor. Um, I'm on Oklahoma State. I have watched so many of their games. <laughs> yeah. Kate Cunningham just gets better every single time. Yeah, uh, we, we Marquette played them early in the season. Yeah, and, and he was the, by far the best player on the court. Um, he's the best player that I've seen this year this season in For college sure. basketball. Um, he didn't he uh, didn't he tweak something to get hurt in the uh, last game uh, earlier in the week. I thought maybe he was hurt, but I don't know. 
Uh, he, I think he makes them a really dangerous team for sure. Come the tournament, and they can make some noise. But any West Virginia love? Big Twelve? Yeah, I mean, well coached, play hard, and they they lose to uh, last week. They lost to uh, Baylor. Baylor won the championship. At no, so who was I thinking? I thought they lost to no. Oklahoma. Oklahoma okay. uh, or Oklahoma State? I'm drawing a blank. Oh. I thought I saw that they lost. They've lost six games in conference, which is it's not what you want. Um, Kate they Cunningham, did lose though? Oklahoma last week. They did lose Oklahoma last week? Yeah, 91 90. Um, oh. Wait, something crazy about the Big 12. Um, Oklahoma's ranked, well, they were, they were ranked 25th when they played them. Um, Oklahoma, like, doesn't have a bye in their tournaments. Like, they basically have to play into the first round of the Big 12 tournament, and they are ranked in the top 20. I think they might be ranked 19 now. They're the 19 or 25. Um, but, like, that is just how deep the Big 12 is. And, like, they, they might get seven, eight teams in. The Big 10 might get nine teams. Yeah, maybe 10. So would y'all say they're definitely at the top of the conferences, at least for right now? I don't think it, I don't know how they break the, the conferences. Big 12 and Big 10 are, the, are definitely the strongest two this, this, year, this yeah. season. ACC struggling? Oh, yeah. yeah. Might Oh, yeah. Really? Dang. Florida State is fourth seed. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Florida State's good. It's just cr- it's crazy what like, happens. Enough. Yeah. But like you don't want as the ACC like you don't want Florida State holding up your basketball. Yeah, that's no, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think Duke Florida State. I think of them as just, just average. Virginia Tech's also good or fine. I haven't watched them play. I've watched a few Tech games and they look fine, but I haven't watched them play any big teams. You only have three ranked teams. Virginia Tech's one of them. <laughs> Georgia Tech say get fourth place yeah. in your conference rankings. Yeah, Georgia Tech is like ranked, which is not that's a, not kind of what you want. Weird. And meanwhile, teams like Louisville and UNC and Duke struggling. Um, I'm I'm really high on James Booknight, UConn. He is you like are, yeah. he got hurt in all of January and he came back mid February and he's just been on fire. Um, and has kind of like spark plugged the whole UConn team. Um, I don't think that they'll go that deep. But like, if they got Sweet Sixteen, I could relatively see that happening. Is the, their their transfer um, Cole? Is it RJ, RJ Cole? Cole? Yeah. yeah like the, this is the combination of they, they they killed us. They killed us last week. So hey, it's okay. From a prospect perspective, Cade Cunningham has been marketed as like a just a big point guard. Luka Doncic type in the, in the sense of like a point guard and a small forward's body. Yeah. He, I don't think he's averaged more than three and a half assists all year. And I'm looking at his assist to turnover ratio down here. It's not looking too good. Could be the quality of his teammates. It could be the quality of his teammates. Um, but. I, I don't see him as that. Um, I see him like a lot more as like a scoring two or three. Like I haven't seen him do a lot of point thing like they have that's the thing they have a guy yeah. who can kind of run that and like he has just been kind of um hey Cade go get us go get us bucket baskets yeah and he goes and does that and that's what I've also seen from them which has made all of the like evaluation guys that I follow and all the articles that I like read talk about Cade Cunningham the six foot eight point guard and he just hasn't maybe maybe he was that in college or in high school and Sort of the setup in college doesn't allow for that very well, but he just hasn't 
been there. You got to think when you're six eight in high school. There's a lot of people who are not six eight yeah, in high school. Just, so like you, yeah, you're gonna you just, nominate. You're gonna be good. Yeah. Then when you get to college and like everybody else is six eight. No, I don't know if he was six eight in high school. He might have grown more. Recently. He was probably definitely more like taller than everybody else. I would assume so, but I also don't know for sure. Um, all right. That's some college hoops. College hoops. Um, thanks for indulging me. Hey, yes. so we are here to indulge. Yes. Is that something we can say? I don't yeah, know. Like we we'll did. edit it out uh, if we need um, to. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we, we um, never do. We never edit it out. So I realize that. We'll just quickly kind of talk about All-Star Game. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Um, was it competitive or sport? just? What are we talking about? We're talking about the basketball all star game. Uh, the not basketball one? Professional yeah. For the national basketball. Gotcha. So not for FIBA, although I was watching FIBA at lunch today. Oh, I miss FIBA. You love some FIBA, don't you? Just open up YouTube and it's right there. <laughs> basketball um, is basketball. I just man. like consuming basketball. Um, this is basically what happened Curry won three point contest. Yep. It was like, oh, he's going to win it. But then it was like, uh, maybe uh? he won't. But then he but did. Then he did. Yeah. And it was somehow even cooler. First round, he put up 31 points. He missed maybe four times. How many shots did he have? Ooh, was five it? per rack, five racks, and then two extras, so 27. He but there's also, like, it's weird. Yeah. They added two, like, long distance shots. That's fun. Yeah, that's pretty fun. But he, like, he had to make, on his last strike, he had to make four out of five to win. Or. Three out of five or something. He had to have, like, f- four out of... Or I think he needed five points, and there were six points on the rack. And uh, so he, like, made the first shot, missed the second one from the corner, and we were like, ooh. So even Curry. He made the rest. He, um, the money ball, the last one he hit, the net didn't move even a little bit. That's when you know you're the greatest shooter of all time. Um, Who else? Who shot against him? Everyone, uh, literally. Levine was in the... Levine uh, was there... Levine, um, can't think of his name. Was Damian Lillard in it? Donovan Mitchell was in it. Donovan Mitchell was in it. Mike Conley was in it. Mike Conley was in there. Mike Conley was random. Well, I guess Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were the other two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Celtics boys. Yes. The dunk contest. Anthony Simmons won. A name you've never heard of. Nope. Um, which is why I don't know why we still have a dunk contest. I have a take. Okay. The dunk contest is useless until famous players are in it. Hot, cold, what we think? I like that. Useless until proven otherwise. Useless until proven valuable to guys like Donovan Mitchell. Well, I mean, it also gives people like, because no one really knew who Zach Levine was until he took off. And then same thing, well, I guess you kind of knew who Aaron Gordon was kind of coming in. I think with both, both of those guys were like, up and comers. Like, they weren't good yet, but they were the but, guys who got everyone But I don't know, what's his name, Andrew Simmons? And. Anthony Simons. Anthony Simons. Anthony Simons. Yeah. Simons. Anthony Simons. Simons. I might have said Simons. I clearly did. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird. And then during the like game. like a useless display of skills that not necessarily transferable yeah. to good basketball skills. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because Anthony won and his thing was, ayo, um, his, his thing was he was going to kiss the rim, like jump up and kiss it and then dunk it, but he just didn't kiss the rim. And they still gave him the win. For the dunk so, was there a better dunk that's like, did he deserve it? Or I mean, it was like a really cool I guess. idea. I mean, he didn't do it. He's also like, everyone was either a rookie or on a two way contract with the G League. So, it, it's just like, it's like weird. I literally I found out about two basketball players. I, I knew and about I, like, I watch a good bit of basketball. Cassius Stanley, I'd never heard of. 
Huh. It's hard to think that the dunks are cool when the guys who are doing it who? aren't very cool. Yeah. Cash, doesn't he sound like a... Cash Stanley? Cash yeah. Stanley. That's yeah. Is he the Michigan State guy? Uh, I oh. think he is. I think he did go to Michigan State. That feels right. It was impressive. Like, if it was just... If they were just guys... Cash and Winston. Duke. Oh, you are thinking Cash and Winston. Cash I also went thought to Duke. He also went to. Duke. I knew that. He went to Sierra Canyon. Uh, Bronny's high school. Ooh. Stanley? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bronny's high school? Rob Cash's. Rob Cash's. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to find these dunks impressive when the people who are doing it are Obi Toppin and Cash Stanley and Anthony Simons. Yeah. I mean, if. They're still impressive. But <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I, I couldn't do them. Couldn't even come close sure. to doing them. Whoa. Um, you believe in me a my, lot. My favorite dunk contest is. Uh, when Aaron Gordon, well, I think it was the first time him and Zach Levine went after each other, where Aaron Gordon literally sat in midair. That was a good dunk contest because we heard of those guys before, <laughs> and they did very good dunks. Very good dunks. Dr. Ben is just out over here thinking about back in his day. When, when Michael Jordan. When we had the Michael Jordan, Jordan Dominic Wilkins dunk contest. That's my point. And before, before the podcast, Dr. Ben was talking about how uh, he is basically Spud Webb. No, no, no! I just he uh, did say he was willing to demonstrate some um, some hops. Spud Webb like recreation dunks Dunk at the next home Spud game. Web height. He actually height. personally challenged Ryan McKenzie to a dunk contest. Uh-oh. Um, he said Spud Webb height. The... Mm, I guess you didn't have an archetype for your place. We do have a dunk Patrick contest Ewing here. Style. <laughs> <laughs> if you can imagine that, what do you say? We do have a dunk contest here at TFC. Yeah, and Doctor Venna did personally challenge Ryan McKenzie. <laughs> Two said dunk contests opening night, so we just figured we put that out there. I'm really glad that this is going to be edited out later. <laughs> you will soon learn that nothing is ever uh, edited out of this. Actually, I'm going to drop an F bomb. Actually, oh, true. And then uh, Curry and Dame both hit shots from mid court. Of course, them up. not like buzzer beaters. Of course, but just like like mid game. Hey, like watch this, and then they just did it. Yeah, which back is crazy back. because that is. We're number one a long way. Um, mostly that it's a long way, I guess. Um, but just, like, that's a throw. Like, you, there is no form at that point. I mean, like, there's form for them. But, like, for me, it is, like, like you know, it is form. Like, you just do right. it's like a football. My legs are pushing very hard. The right like, distance. I have no control over Where it goes. The location. That's made with the free throw. Uh, oh. <laughs> Uh, also, no form, just my arm throwing the ball. You just do it around. Joaquin Noah. Um... And then Team LeBron won. Of course. It's not exciting because it's an all star game. Um, I don't like any all star game. I don't think any of them were fun to watch. Nope. Um, That's the take. This one was more fun to watch. Uh, the basketball one's the fun one to watch. I like how I called it the basketball one. Um, oh, you mean like sports wise, all star game, like just sort of. Oh, like I would never watch the NFL Pro Bowl. Yeah, no. I will say, I, I know you guys are probably not baseball fans. Well, Riley. The All-Star Game's fine. Cause no, I like it's that. Like, it's cool. It's actually, they like it's compete. It's kind of hype. Yeah, yeah they like compete for it. The Home Run Derby is cool. And I will watch that. that. The Home Run Derby is really Derby. fun. Yeah. That's Dante's one baseball. That's the only <laughs> thing. <laughs> we get really know. hyped about that. Yeah, <laughs> I was excited. That's my only baseball sort of Who won presence. the Home Run Derby last year? I had no idea. Do they have it? They had Ronald Acuna in it. I don't know if they had it because of the COVID. Oh, wait. Yeah, I'm thinking two years ago. Wouldn't it be cool if I knew? If I just had a name? Right. If you cool? if you threw down some Aaron oh, you know, Judge type stuff. Babe Ruth. Uh, Babe Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> Hank um, Aaron. Is Big Poppy still playing? No. 
I love that's people. Cool. He, almost, he almost died. Dude, point. yeah, he got shot. Um, Crazy. That just happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I have something I'd like to discuss. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go. It's something that I, I feel passionate about. I've talked to Tim and Riley about this. Oh, God. It's the sort of construction of the modern NBA jersey and how it has let me down constantly. Jerseys have gone from interesting... So, do you remember the Pistons jerseys that had the horse on it? The horse with the exhaust pipe? I don't. <laughs> that was the like a 90s pipe. jersey. Yeah. Detroit, the Detroit Pistons once had a jersey um, that incorporated, like, the mascot. It was a horse with an exhaust pipe. Didn't make much sense, but it, like, was the mascot on the jersey. But now, NBA jerseys are just practice jerseys. They're just plain, sleeveless shirts with a word and a number. Well... Today, the NBA dropped 16 new jerseys for the teams that made the playoffs last year, called the Earned Jerseys. Oh, that's cool. No, yeah. it's not. Go on. So Atlanta didn't get one. Yeah, so it's <laughs> not cool. Is that Atlanta th- didn't get one, as always. They would pick the one criteria that we don't Our fit ta- into, also, which is being a good basketball team. At some point, we have to talk about how they fired their coach. Like, what? Um, that might be for a different pod. I think it was on the last pod. It, it was, last it was last a little pod. bit on the last Uh-oh. pod. Uh-oh. Yeah. Tim might have just added himself. Do you not listen to our podcast, Tim? Hey, chill out. Do you <laughs> listen to our podcast? It's your podcast, too? That's <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. I just got exposed. <laughs> um, This sort of... They released the set of jerseys, and they released kind of the format. I thought the they format. were in black and white. Like, you had to click on them. They all just look like that. Yeah, most of them are just okay. black and white. The one that I want to highlight, though, is the Bucks jerseys. Oh, gosh. Because the Bucks jerseys do exactly what I think a jersey should do in terms of incorporating the mascot. It's not doing too much. It's not being extra. But there is clearly some deer influence here. Fear the deer. Exactly. Fear yeah, the deer. And you know, right, in case you're unfamiliar with the word it. deer, you get it. So what we're looking at here is a picture like a regular Bucks jersey, green and gold. But on the side, coming up from the shorts to sort antler. of the... Horns. Antlers. Yeah, there are antlers coming up from, like, the shorts to... So the antlers are very thin back. flames. Um, hmm. Tongues of fire. Tongues of fire. Antlers, but I well, get the, it. The thing about these jerseys, I feel like the Celtics already have that jersey and the Bucks do. The Celtics for sure have Wait, basically no, every no. possible version of this jersey. The Celtics jersey is, like, it has lime green accents. I hate it. Yeah, this Celtics jersey is bad. I, I like, also think generally the Celtics jerseys are bad. Okay, well that except, is wrong. But, but I'm willing to give the Celtics a pass because first of all, they're one of the oldest franchises. Second of all, what are you going to incorporate into a Celtics jersey? An Irishman, maybe, but leprechaun. that seems kind of. I like the 76ers. Yeah, but who wants a jersey with a leprechaun? Oh, on it? The 76ers one that had all the bell in the middle. By Notre Dame already. Yeah, it's true. Appropriated by Notre Dame. Exactly. I just want to. The, the point is that the Bucks have a jersey that's clean and also has deer influence. Deer, deer something. And I'm tired of jerseys not having their mascot. Because then why have a mascot? Why not just be the Milwaukee's? Um, and that's where we should move to. No. Honestly, I think team names are kind of silly. No. I do. Wait, we no. talked about team this names before, didn't we? Yeah, I think we have. Not on the podcast, but I think we've talked about it. We've talked about it. Okay, okay that's how soccer is, that's right? How soccer. Yeah. Well, sort of. Sometimes. They have, like, they have nicknames. Like, Liverpool is just, you would say Liverpool FC on, like, the broadcast. But, like, they're 
they the fans call them the Reds because they wear red, but like their mascot is a liver bird, which is like the city's mascot. But so I guess every mascot. yeah, but like you know, what's their worldwide name? So it's just not the Lakers. It's Atlanta FC. Atlanta. Atlanta basketball. Actually, I hate that. It is the Atlanta, Atlanta basketball. basketball kind of sounds team. like the Washington football team. Hey, and I'm I I'm not that starting a trend. No, starting that can't a trend be. of fixing. <laughs> they have an opportunity <laughs> fixing racist team names. <laughs> it's just really hard when you're watching ESPN and like, yeah, the football team beat the Bills. I'm like, what? Yeah. But <laughs> first of all, that would never happen. <laughs> anyway, oh, that's wow. my sort of right, spiel now, on jerseys. Now I have a little of a question for Dr. Vinna. So I have this very harsh take about the New York Knicks. Oh, my Lord. Uh, they do not agree with me whatsoever for some reason. It's because you're wrong. <laughs> Go on, though. But I have... Um, Brendan Rockwell actually agrees with me about this, yeah. and some people. He's, he's, a, a, nice he's a nice chap. <laughs> yeah. A wrong chap, but a nice one. I have this theory um, that the as a whole... The New York Knicks are not a good organization. They were they were a good team in the 90s, and that's it. Now let me that explain does, to you. That the, does seem to be the sentiment around the league, that it's not a good organization. Let and me explain the history not, of this not argument. That's not what you said. No, no, put your hand away. Listen, here's, listen, here's, here's the history of this really argument. You shied away from what you said. Opinions yeah, you, you, can you evolve, backed it all the way you know? down. <laughs> you backed you it all back the way down. down. You can't back down. What Tim said on a podcast not too long ago was, the Knicks were never good. I decided not to. You mean like morally good, or do you both? Mean- <laughs> <laughs> There's not good people. <laughs> I decided that I didn't have sort of the internal resources necessary to engage that kind of ridiculousness at the time, so I just brushed it off. Tim said the Knicks were never good. Discussing it later, Tim said the Knicks were. He said again the Knicks were never good, and I said the Knicks were good in the '90s. He said the Knicks were not that good in the '90s, which is incorrect. The Knicks were one of the best teams in the night. Just overshadowed by a much better team. Yes. Teams. But I mean, what are you going to do? Teams. Yeah. But what are you going to But what are you going to do? Then. Apparently lose, but. <laughs> do you want to pull? I don't know. I can't do this. Um, then Tim changed his argument from the Knicks were never good in the 90s to the Knicks weren't as good as the Utah Jazz. Which it was it was first of all debatable. Wait, I wasn't changing my argument. I was just adding second to of my all, argument. Tim said the Knicks weren't as good as the Utah Jazz in the nineties because if Jeremy Lin played for the Nick for the Jazz, he wouldn't have been as popular. Jeremy Lin played in the two thousands, so you understand how this doesn't make any sense. Then Tim said the Knicks were good, but the Knicks are overhyped. Okay, so this okay, I did not. The mark, the mark of a good okay. opinion is that it just continually changes. <laughs> so or you can adapt it I didn't, and make it not the I did not. The first time and we better. talked about this in the calf, so don't forget that conversation. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I remember it distinctly. The source of my opinion was not expressed. So the reason why I'm saying this is because the New York Knicks are the best marketed team in like sports, I believe. Like in, at least in America. And they are the most overhyped sports team, and especially NBA team, simply because they're in New York. You put somebody who's on the Utah... You you put the Utah Jazz organization in New York, like, what would they be? Because they have a higher... They become the Knicks. They, they, become a, they, have a, <laughs> they have a higher winning percentage than them all time and also in the 90s. Um, who are three players who play for the Knicks right now? 
than exactly. No, you you no, tell me. No, 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 no. no, no. I don't. I don't watch basketball. I haven't watched basketball. Well marketed. I don't watch basketball. Okay, I haven't watched plays for the Lakers. They're so well marketed. Three Lakers you players. You would know them without uh, watching basketball. Um, Wesley Matthews, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. <laughs> three jazz players. But, but listen, three jazz players. Um, uh, Jay Crowder, um, Rudy Gobert, Ingles, and um, Spider Man. Donovan Mitchell. All right, now three next players. I have no idea. Okay, so if they're so well marketed, Tim, you would know. Because they've not? been so bad. No, I'm not talking about player. I'm talking about just team, bro. I'm just talking about team, bro. Listen, every time the New York Knicks do something, it's like, oh, they're gonna like win the NBA Finals Name every three. time. They- All you have to say is that the, the bad karma that they're experiencing for cheating to get Patrick Ewing has been justified. Are you, would you like to change your opinion again? No, I mean I'm just I'm just Go saying ahead. my my opinion still stands. I, I didn't need your to opinion keep, didn't stand <laughs> for more listen, than twenty listen, minutes listen, the first time. Listen, I just needed to clarify what I was what I was my argument was. They're just an over marketed team on a medi like uh, that's mediocre. But I will I will say this I will I will say you know they were a really great team in the nineties. I will go back and say that I think my opinion of me just wanting to get my point across kind of blurred my vision. Okay. But I, w- I, I accept that. I okay, accept that. they were a great team, but they weren't top three in the nineties. I still stand by that. Who were the top three in the nineties? Um, the the Bulls, um, the Utah Jazz, and Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets, Rockets were never higher than the fourth seed in the playoffs. They won the 1995 NBA Finals. You know how many times the Knicks did that? Zero. First of all, 95 was the year that Jordan wasn't there. Oh. So wah, wah, wah. Second of all, you named one season for a reason why this is a top three team for a whole decade. Oh, I'll put the Pacers over the Knicks then. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'll put the Pacers over the Knicks. I'm, what I'm asking for is a valid opinion. I put the Pacers over the the. Um, I even say the late Spurs were better than the Knicks in the 90s. for the whole decade. For the whole decade. Okay. I just do not like the Knicks. I can tell. <laughs> I, just, I can tell. I just because listen, like they have one. They they draft like some nobody, and they're gonna be like, bro, he's the next LeBron James, and then like. But that, isn't that what being right, a fan that's, is? That's Knicks. Yeah, that's Knicks fans. We do the that's, same thing with that's fans. Fans. No, no, no. But like it's with the Knicks, it's just different. It's just more like it's because so much more yes. attention. You know what I'm saying? And it's no disrespect to Jeremy Lin. The Jeremy Lin is, was a great player. He did great things. But you put him on the Sacramento Kings, they're not. he's not going to get as much hype. Literally, the man had like, what was it, three to six good games? And they were like, should we keep Carmelo Anthony? Like, what? But, you know, it's just like the overhype. And, like, I just don't like The media there overblows everything. And that's how they are in their whole sports. You're using a lot of absolute statements here. I am using absolute because I do not like the New York. Knicks. I feel like that's what it comes down to. The, yeah, the things that's you're what saying, it is. some of the things you're saying have have legitimacy to them, but but it comes down to you don't. Know I do not like the Knicks because of that's some fine. of the things like just the overmarketing. All New York sports franchises or just the Knicks? Um, particularly I the Yankees way more than I. Oh, the Yankees! They destroyed the Braves in the '90s and early. So I don't, I don't, I don't like the Yankees. But the Yankees are actually the best organization in, in MLB history, so I, I'll say that. They have 27 yeah, World Series. Have a lot of those. So, like, I'm not going to just go against that. But you're next. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys. Tim thanks is so for, wrong. Thanks for tuning in, Dr. Venna. 
thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for coming. It was fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, All right. That is cool takes. That is cool takes. Yep. Bye-bye. See you. Roll Tide.